水。Corner, your number one favorite conspiracy podcast. This week we're doing a homebrew, baby, and it's one from yours truly. So you know it's going to be well thought out, and mm-hmm. everyone's going to be very supportive of their friend Caitlin. And if they aren't, some bad things will happen. Literally okay, you guys. So I'm just going to get straight into it. Instagram's Wait. reading my mind. What, Cullen? We Guess didn't introduce back. anyone. Oh. <laughs> <laughs> Oh, yeah, and Mike is here from Turn Leftist. Uh, up, Mike everybody? is here from Turn Leftist. He's essentially just part of our podcast now. Uh, <laughs> Finally. Yeah, he's like a second voice of reason, um, and it's nice. We just recorded Steely Fans with him. We're like, hop on over into Caleb's conspiracy corner and tell, you what oh, you, yeah. tell us what you think about aliens. Is that Bill Cosby? Uh, <laughs> that was like a light Bill Cosby. I do a really good Bill Cosby, but I have to stop using it oh, because man. of cancel culture. That was like a sugar-free pudding <laughs> Bill Cosby. That was, yeah. Sure yeah. It was, was definitely trying to lure you to a van with candy. So, <laughs> <laughs> Caitlin, who's reading your mind? Fucking Instagram's reading my mind. Okay. Who's okay. reading Caitlin's mind this week? Go. So, we all know that our phones are listening to us, right? That's not a, does anyone not think that? Does anyone think that our phones aren't listening to us? Anyone? Okay. Everyone knows that. I have a couple friends who have like tried to argue with me and I'm like, are for real? For real? We have proof. Um, The Nile's not just a river in Egypt. (laughs) Yeah, exactly. Exactly. Like, yeah, when people, yeah. Anyways. So our phones are listening to us. And uh, so you get targeted ads. If, if you're talking to a group of friends, you'll get ads about the shit you're talking about. Like that, that to me isn't crazy. And like, that's just capitalism. Like, of course they're going to do anything they can. If they're allowed to listen to you, even if they're not allowed to listen to you and they just are, and we know they are, why wouldn't they target ads towards what you're talking about? Like, why wouldn't they push you to buy something that you're talking about? So that's a thing. And uh, I don't know what to tell you if you don't believe it. Like you, you truly are in denial about like what, how shitty our government. So like everyone experiences that. And I feel like a couple years ago, we probably were all in a little bit of denial about that. And like, oh, is this really happening? Or is it a coincidence? Um, And now it just happens so frequently that it's like, how could it possibly be a coincidence? So I think Instagram is reading my mind. And I'm going to tell you some talking points as to why. And I know Mark, okay, Mark is the (laughs) ultimate naysayer. So I know he's going to naysay me to death. I know this. I know I sound crazy, okay? And I'll make my argument afterwards. I'm just going to give you a couple fucking examples. Okay. So this happens all the time, but I was like, I want to make my case to to my dear friends. So I'm going to keep track of, of like the stuff that's happening. And it's happened a lot recently. I was one morning just laying in bed, just chilling with Barbara. We're hanging out. I feel like she's ramping us up to some kind of weird porn ad that she got. <laughs> <laughs> no, I'm not really into it. It was a mistake. <laughs> Hang I out. only think about these things. That's why I know. I never search for it. Instagram. I, I just said it once as a joke, and now I get all these ads. <laughs> no, that's not what happened. Okay. So let me tell my story. 
So I'm laying in bed and I'm thinking about this one time in college. Uh, one of my teachers, he was a French teacher and he was super shitty. He was like, uh, just a curly headed fuck. Like he was just a piece of shit asshole. I fucking hated him. He was so like, just like the classic, like elitist, like French speaking guy, you know? Just such a French <laughs> no guy. hate to Typical all those. Fraud. He wasn't from France. He wasn't from France. You have so I many do... fans in France. You don't want to alienate them. And Canada. Listen. Canada. Okay, Listen. Conspiracy corner. We eat freedom fries. Okay. Hell yeah. That's I eat conspiracy about. poutine. And I'm, I ain't scared to say oh, wow. that. I, I eat Bigfoot poutine. Hell now, yeah. Shodan actually does have listeners in France, apparently. So I'm going to just shut my mouth. <laughs> okay, so I just want to say, I didn't think See. we'd get into this, but I fucking love French people. The way <laughs> I do, the way they protest is incredible. They don't take uh, shit. They fucking throw down. So I like French people. I'm not trying to shit on French people, okay? Why was I, I even talking? Why was I talking you're, you're about You're talking French about people? a shitty you're French teacher. teacher. Dude. He from America. Well, but he was white. Yeah, we'll yeah. throw that in there. Not that you guys are going to be surprised by that. <laughs> fucking <but>. cracker. <laughs> he was a baguette, Mark. Literally everyone on here is white, just by the way. <laughs> so I'm thinking about him, and he's just like... So what happened was that I never showed up to French class, but I still fucking passed with flying colors. I don't know if I'd say flying colors. I got a B. Okay. So um pretty good for never showing up. Well, and it was like it was a later French class. Like I wasn't it wasn't like French one or two, okay, you guys. Um Wow. Yeah, I know. Thank you. Can you um, say a sentence? No, I can't. I forgot <laughs> literally everything in French. Yeah. I even still watch like French TV shows and I just I, I can understand they're saying i definitely cannot speak it so there towards the end i really wasn't showing up to class but i fucking made it for my final exam obviously i take my final exam i fucking ace it baby um i feel like he's gonna like listen to this podcast and call it and be like she did not ace the final exam <laughs> you're gonna get a voicemail actually she uh failed your, your degree is gonna get retracted <laughs> like, well that reminds well, that me let me oh there's been a mistake <laughs> I I like have dreams about that. Like, how did I get my degree? I was doing so many drugs in college. Um, this so Caitlin goes back to school. <laughs> <laughs> what do you mean? I didn't get my degree. <laughs> my degree that I don't use. Um, Record stretch. Time to go. <laughs> Rob Schneider is Caitlin Cowley. <laughs> i'd pay to i'd pay to see that hell yeah okay so anyways he fucking when i looked at my final grades he didn't put my final exam score in there so i obviously sent him an email and said hey bud i have an f right now i shouldn't you got to put my final exam in there you wrote it down as a zero so maybe fix that since you're the teacher i was obviously a, not, a lot nicer in my email and so and it was in he, French. <laughs> <laughs> so he sent an email to his advisor uh, or the lady over him, whoever ran the French department. Uh, and I assume it was supposed to be a private email, but it was not. <laughs> uh -oh. He copied me into the email talking shit about how I never went to class. <laughs> and yeah, basically making up an excuse of like, this is, Hey, she said I didn't put the final exam. This student never went to class. So he's essentially <laughs> saying that he didn't list my final exam because I never went to class. 
I know that you're like, where's the story going? What, how, what does this have to do? It still comes back to Instagram. It does. It yeah. does. It does. Mm-hmm. I just love this story because it's really funny. So I had to like, I, I replied to that email thread with him and his advisor saying like, Hey, I don't think you meant to put me in here, but you should probably check next time you talk shit on a student and then send it to them. Uh, and then they, neither one of them ever emailed me back. So, uh, I know they both immediately killed themselves out of embarrassment. (laughs) Right up there with the Texas roadhouse CEO. (laughs) Way to go, Caitlin. No more of those roles for anybody. God damn it. You think I killed the Texas roadhouse CEO? We know you did. Who did? He heard our episode and he was like, I'll never be able to be what they want me to be. Um, (laughs) They're just roasting the songs that I wrote (laughs) exclusively for and about Texas Roadhouse. (laughs) Mark, you're flinging your hair all about. You're going insane. It's wild. Okay. Okay, So when I was thinking about this, (laughs) I was... I was sitting in bed and I was thinking about this. And then I thought about like, wait, how did I do so well in that class? And then I thought about like, oh yeah, I got a random tutor that I didn't know, but he was like one of the other French teachers and he was so fucking cool. He was so much fun. We would meet up at Starbucks and he would teach me French. Okay. So, (laughs) so he was my tutor and I was like, man, I haven't thought about him in so long. Literally I signed on to Instagram and under the people you may know, he was under there. Okay. I know. Right. That sounds fucking weird. So a week later, I'm sitting in bed again in the morning. I'm unemployed if you can't tell. So I'm just chilling <laughs> in bed with little Barbara. And uh, I'm thinking about like, so when I was 16, I had a job at a restaurant and I was thinking about, you know, it was in Cape Girardeau, home of, uh, do I want to say where I grew up? Yeah. Home of home of Rush Limbaugh. You only have like a billion times before. <laughs> <laughs> but yeah, let's edit it now. Okay. <laughs> Bleep that out. So I was in Southeast Missouri. I worked at a restaurant and I was thinking just just thinking about everybody I worked with that I hadn't thought about in forever. And I was like, I wonder who is like fully blue lives matter now uh that i that i really liked back then um because back then you know this stuff didn't like the blue lives matter movement didn't exist i i wonder who that is um plus people our age weren't like as politically active so i didn't know about any of like what they what kind of politics they had um so i was thinking about everybody and then i was like uh you know this person's probably this and whatever and then i was like wait a minute Lana, I don't want to say her full name, but Lana, whatever, Lana G. Uh, I was Del like, Ray. I don't want to say her full Ray. name, but here it is. Rhymes with, <laughs> and the, her first name is so unique that like anybody <laughs> who would know her is like, oh, I know exactly who she's talking. Lana about. G. Yeah. Last name rhymes with Benevive. <laughs> oh yeah. <laughs> so Lana G. I'm like, I'm like, you know, stop. Call her Mary. Mary F. Lana Del Rey. I know. Lana Del Rey. Her name's Mary F. Okay, so Mary F. I was like, (laughs) Timmy, shut the fuck up. (laughs) So Mary F. uh, I was like, I was like, I wonder if she's a conservative. I was like, no, she was really sweet and like, 
an artist. Like, I bet she's not. And I just was like, huh, I wonder what she's doing now. Fucking signed on to Instagram. And under people you may know, fucking Mary F. was listed (laughs) on there. I have not seen or heard from her since I was a fucking teenager. Like, never thought about her. She just popped into my brain and that fucking happened. Were you were you saying their names out loud even or no! were you just thinking them? I was thinking oh, them. Isn't that Jesus. Fucking... Yeah, so it's fucking weird. So I'm telling uh, Zach came over for our bonfire of like a week ago and so I'm telling Zach and his boo about this and Zach was like, "Well, you should start thinking about stuff uh just randomly and like letting people know about it or just like thinking about stuff and like taking note of it and then uh like think about something really weird." And then see if it starts coming up on Instagram, which I I didn't do. But uh, but <laughs> thought, what happened? It, I thought you were gonna reveal that you had like a like a spreadsheet no. of this no. shit, and I was like, oh, yeah, maybe yeah, she's got a case. Awesome. And then she's like, but I didn't do any of that. <laughs> no, but what happened was that this morning, what made me fucking lose my shit in the signal group was that this morning I like I have decided to become healthy again. Okay, you guys, I've decided to eat some healthy stuff because I've gained a bit of weight in quarantine and I'm not very happy about it. So I'm like making a smoothie this morning and I'm like, okay, let me go get some protein powder that I haven't used in a year. And then I started thinking about a brand of protein powder that I used like, I don't know, like a year ago. It's like a personalized brand. And I was like, huh, I wonder whatever happened to them. And I fucking sign on Instagram. And a fucking ad for gainful protein comes up, which is the fucking protein okay. powder. Can I ask a question it's about this? Fucking crazy. I'm glad you, I'm glad that you think that way, Mike, because everyone else is like, meh, 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 meh. wait a minute, wait How a minute. How does it fucking happen? If, you, if you've been feeling like you need to eat healthier, chances are you've probably been clicking on things that are maybe maybe in that lane of like advertising, like, you know, nope. tags or whatever. Have not. So probably have not. eventually it'll be like, hey, it looks I, like you're looking true, at some though. stuff that you used to look at. And when you did that, you bought this stuff. So here's that stuff again if you want to buy it. That's not true at all because I have a book about like nutrition for bodybuilding and that's literally the only thing I've used. I used to be obsessed with nutrition. So like I know a lot about it when I want to start eating healthy. I know exactly like what I'm going to do. I know how much protein I need, carbs, fat for me to like lose weight. Yeah, I haven't I haven't done anything. I haven't been searching for anything healthy. I just go to all No, I'm not saying that you've been searching for it. I'm saying that maybe you've like just clicked on random things that have been tagged with like a health because because if you go into instagram you can like i forget how to do it but you can like look at all the things that they have you classified with like all the tags that are most related to you so if you're like looking at like pictures or whatever that have those i literally look at communist memes all day and that's it (laughs) that's my whole instagram like i don't follow anything healthy i don't like anything healthy Yeah, I I don't do anything. I haven't been doing anything different on the internet. It's you guys. Two questions and then a statement. Okay. (laughs) Yes, Shannon. Are you just shouting your thoughts? (laughs) (laughs) That's what Mike asked. No, I'm not. You've been doing it right now, though. Okay. Okay. Question two. It happens. Question two: Have you um, undergone any experimental government trials recently? (laughs) (laughs) no but i feel like i am right now i feel like i'm in a fucking government trial and i'm gonna make my case for why i think wait what was your statement that you were gonna say 
I think that actually the creepier thing is that the algorithm is supposed to be so good now that it thought of this shit before you did. Yeah. Like it knows what you want to see. It, it knows that you're about to be thinking of that person and it's going to send it to you. Or and I know time it's for you to think to about you your friend. Well, exactly. Well, and so I, I know what you're saying because like that is one of my points that I'm going to bring up that like, so there's like the Carl Jung thing of is it collective unconscious? Uh, things get made at the same time. Like inventions get invented at the same time. Things that have never been thought of get invented like on the same day. And like all of this shit happens. And so in my mind, I'm like, maybe it's not that we're all like, you know, connected to each other. It's that with like an event can happen that will trigger your thoughts to like go in a certain direction. You know, a big event can happen that everyone sees. And then that, or we have like, I like a breakthrough, like a scientific breakthrough or something. And it, it like makes you like follow this path that leads you to, you know, the invention that well, that these two people thought of on the same day. And so it's not like the psychic thing. It's just that like, that's where everyone's brain is progressing to because of events that are happening. So what like if you're training your own clone though? Like what if we're all doing that with our algorithms? And so we're creating our own consciousness without knowing like that. that. I don't like that. Um, well, it's kind of what you're saying, right? But like it, on the Daily Zeitgeist, they talk about how the algorithm is basically, yeah, just creating a cloud version of your brain so that it might predict some behavior. And there's a bunch of scholarly articles about how the algorithm is predicting human decision making before it happens. That is the most logical explanation, which is and, insane. And when whenever I think about it, I'm like, I understand that's the most logical explanation. And uh, I'm glad that that there are articles proving that 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 is happening. Um, and that makes sense to me. But also, I just want to throw the argument out there of they've been trying to do like mind control shit since the 50s. There's so much weird shit that we don't know about that our government is doing. I just... The reason that I don't like naysayers is because there are so many things that we don't understand yet uh, that are yet to be invented, that are yet to be brought to light. Stop fucking laughing. Um, <laughs> and that we just don't, you know, that like 20 years ago, the stuff that's going on now, people would think is crazy. Like the stuff that's been invented. And like, there's so much shit. Yes, Mike? Well, no, I mean, I, w I wanted you to finish what you were saying. Well, just that... Like, to me, whenever whenever people, not to call everyone out, uh, but whenever people naysay stuff, I'm like, so is it is it totally out of the realm of possibility that could never happen? And what are the reasons why that could never happen? Like, what's the concrete proof of why that could never happen? Because they've been trying, the government's been trying to do weird shit, like, like weird psychic shit for so long what's to say that they haven't figured out like stuff that we can't believe would be real and well, that's so all i, have to I think there's three possibilities there like either i guess there's four technically the, the probably the most plausible i guess would be that you did something or said something around your phone um or did something with the clicks that you didn't realize was leading you in the direction of these people you haven't thought about in like a decade or whatever mm -hmm. um I guess that's plausible. 
Um, but I mean, I feel like you would remember having done those things. But I mean, maybe, let's say for the sake of argument, you did those things and forgot. But then the other three possibilities that I could think of are that either the government has developed some kind of mind reading technology and then sold it to private businesses to better target ads. Thank you. Well, I mean, so that's a distinct possibility. Like we know of like all the CIA atrocities that we know of. And so nothing is out of the realm of possibility for human like ethics is concerned as far as that's as far as that goes. Or their algorithms have gotten so good that they are just able to simulate that mind reading technology. So they don't even need it. And they're just algorithms are that great. Or it's like this Carl Jung thing you're talking about, which actually was a really interesting idea that like some kind of event happens and it gets into that realm of like, things that we don't even know we don't know like there are events that are happening that are like literally creating grooves that people's consciousness are falling into and it's driving them all in some kind of direction and then that somehow leads you to get an ad for a person that you haven't thought about in 10 years and it's like that's probably the craziest of the the four to think of Um, yeah but they're all equally like just insane to even ponder about like (laughs) Yeah, it is. It's really weird. Like just like the lengths that that our government will go to just to just to sell shit, like just to have just to make a profit, just to like have a a world where like companies are constantly selling shit and like people are constantly wanting to buy like this, like consumerist world where that's all we think about is like buying shit. And that's what makes us happy. It's it's just I think it's an AI thing. I honestly think we're just we're feeding into this AI that is like learning our brain and knowing how we're going to think about stuff. Well, I mean, what's the difference between if it's reading your mind, quote unquote, and right. if it can know all of your Because I don't know about you guys, but sometimes when I just like think about something that I'm thinking about and want to know more about it, I'll, you know, search it or whatever. I use DuckDuckGo, but I don't know how what, you know, if my phone's I listening to me, it probably doesn't matter. Uh, <laughs> but like I I. You know, I'll sometimes just think of something and I'll Google search it. So who's to say it's not like, oh, there goes Zach again. This is what he thinks about at this moment. Like he's thinking about this thing. So let's base other stuff off around. I don't know. It's scary. It is. And it, yeah, like are humans like that simple and predictable that it is like just, just more, uh, I'm not naysaying that idea. I'm for that idea that are we just more simple than we then we treat ourselves that like we're more predictable than we treat ourselves. We think that we're like these complex creatures, we like but really we're what? And if we're we are, that... Oh yeah. Sorry. Go ahead. I was just gonna say we're creatures of habit and we like yeah. kind of do similar things a lot. Yeah. And if we are that simple, like uh, the algorithm definitely knows who our like ideal partner is out there and what our ideal job and career should be and things. And is just not telling us any of those things. Yeah. Fucking help a motherfucker out. Like, Jesus. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah. Like, Oh, yeah. it turns out yeah. you would be great at this one specific job, but we'll never tell you mother. <laughs> they want to yeah. keep us unhappy. So we keep buying things. Absolutely. That dopamine rush. Yeah. What it knows is that the one job everyone would be good at is just a fucking CEO who sits back and, and just collects. Can we all get yachts? Can yeah. we race our yachts? Yeah. While we listen to Steely Dan? Yeah. Hell yeah. Um, well, all all yachts come that. preloaded with Steely Dan music, I'm pretty sure. So. Yeah, Steve Winwood. Oh, yeah. song on that. Yeah, man, Steve Winwood. Yeah, Winwood. right. Uh, uno, yes, uno dos tres catorce, right? What? <laughs> 
<laughs> Wasn't that the the U two song that they put on all the iPhones? Oh, oh yeah. They put oh, a album on there, yeah. Uh, I don't know if yeah. that one was on it, but yeah, I remember. I, that no, I think oh, Trace Yeah, I Hello. think that was Hello. earlier, maybe. Yeah. Hello. So, how do you know it? It's not. It's reading your brain, and not the other way around. Like maybe it's causing you to think about your French teacher oh. instead of yeah. you're, you're thinking about the French teacher causing it. It's not mind reading. The... It's mind control, baby. Right. Exactly. Uh, I don't I like that either. either. I, I mean, I, it's yeah. I, that doesn't make me feel but, any but, better. It's still for it's what reason? Like, who benefits? Qui bono? Like, what do they get out of making you think of this guy? For, like... <laughs> I have no idea. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. yeah it's, it's very yeah. niche. Just to fucking freak me out and make me suspicious of the government. Maybe it's actually leftists who are trying to make me suspicious of the government so that they can start like a revolution they're like sowing the seeds of dissent by it's like, like a gang stalking situation yeah they're sending you signals through the matrix yeah or Definitely. it's just a completely unintended side effect like they didn't they didn't know that what they created was going to cause you to think about your french teacher but it does <laughs> it just turns out that when instagram has you know a new follow suggestion it just turns out that you start thinking about them that could be a possibility what if you what if you had that name up there before and you swipe past it so fast that you didn't see it but you subliminally saw it and then the next time you logged in and it was there again you were Mm -hmm. like oh my god i just thought of that person that is on to something yeah that could happen that could happen Mm. i feel (laughs) like i i okay i know myself pretty well and when I'm looking at those people, that's like something that I find joy in is looking through all the people. So I don't ever like swipe through. I'm always like, <laughs> I don't. What? I don't. I don't. I'm, no, being I'm just, honest. I don't, no, no. I'm, I know. I'm just, I think it's funny. I don't ever swipe through. Like, I want to believe you. Zach's is definitely <laughs> the most comfortable. Uh, it is. You know, it is. I'm just like, problem. and I'm not like trying to naysay Zach. I'm just saying that's the truth. I don't ever swipe through. I'm never like, oh, let's like, I, I don't know. That's just not what I do. I like, I find joy in seeing people. Like it does connect me with people. I saw my friend's mom on, on there in her crazy profile picture. And I find joy <laughs> in, in like, she has a profile picture that's like a dog. And it's like, keep Keep breed sacred. I think it's like an anti rescue thing. Yeah. It was oh. pretty, pretty, <laughs> pretty. Why? Why the stance? Yeah. Yeah. Why it's are like you racism for one? dogs? Like, yeah. 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 Supremacy yeah, no. into owning a pet. No, that's, that's a, uh, that's a, a big stance that people take. I ended up on a TikTok that was like making fun of how elitist rescues are, which is absolutely true. And then the fucking comment section was a nightmare of breeders being like, yeah, and rescues actually don't get that many dogs. And I was like, bitch, I worked in one of the biggest rescues in America and I can guarantee you we get that many dogs. It's all day, every day of people bringing their purebred dogs that they spent a grand on into a shelter so like sh- anyways that's a stance that people take because like they're just either a breeders. really hard stance it's it's such a shitty absolutely it's usually from breeders because and like shitty breeders because mm. um they they don't like rescues they don't like the laws that they ha- have to follow they like 
they believe that everybody should be able to just like breed animals and it's uh they're still pretty upset that they can't marry their own cousin so then they (laughs) take it out on yeah yeah of course and caps ruin it what so of course and caps ruin it yeah i i just (laughs) i just like um that was like i just find joy that's that's just like how i'm gonna argue that is that i find joy (laughs) in in going through but i but it's true like it's a true argument i'm not gonna lie and say that i like quite fast you you talking so much about it being true is starting to make me think that you're lying about it i'm not fucking lying about it (laughs) i'm just getting all of my ducks in a row because i'm prepared to be naysayed and that's why I'm saying that. So can we do a test? Why don't you think of someone and then pull up Instagram? Yeah. Or like, like what I said. It'll, it'll be pointless. We're yeah, all we're online right now. Like start thinking of stuff. Write down what you think, but don't show anybody. And then see if, if I write out. down, yeah, there's some fucking it. camera is going to catch it in our house, in my house. Do it, and do it doesn't, it, it doesn't happen. It's not like every time I think of something, it comes up. It's just happened enough times to where it's fucking weird. Like it's not something where I like think of things all day and they're well, you gotta, constantly. I know, but you got to do it a lot. So then you can find the frequency at which it happens. I mean, I will say this is not the first time I've heard of this thing happening. Like there was. I mean, I browse Reddit a lot, and there was, like, a front-page meme that was, like, very popular, and somebody said, like, I forget what the context even was, like, you know, how every, it always has to be, like, a premise and a a punchline, and I don't remember what the premise was, but I think it was something like people being paranoid decades ago that there would be listening devices in our houses, and nowadays, you just literally think of something, and you start getting ads for it, and that was the entire meme, was that you just think of it and you get ads for it, and people were all upvoting and agreeing and saying in the comments, like, yes, that has absolutely happened to me. Like, And, like, my me and my mom talk about it a lot, and, and like, I've experienced it for a while, just not at the frequency I'm experiencing it now, but I have had it happen a lot, and I just chalk it up to coincidence, but, like, me and my mom talk about it. I've talked to other people about it as just, like, isn't that weird when that happens, but it's just been happening so much like three times in the past three weeks is a is a pretty big frequency for something that like a coincidence that weird to happen. So yeah, it fucking freaks me out. And I'm like, what do we, you know, I I obviously start going off into like conspiracy theory territory. And since I since I believe in like a lot of weird shit, uh, I I obviously am gonna go off into and since I distrust our government, I'm gonna go off into thinking that like they're reading our minds. Um it's probably more corporations than the government, honestly. Government can't get shit done correctly. Well, and and like they're probably, yeah, they're probably, you know, working to gain off of it. So I'm the sure government corporations are allowed to do it. Yeah, government doesn't of, regulate it. Yeah. There are literal like articles being written right now that are about how people are saying that TikTok realized that they were bisexual before they did. So yeah, the algorithm knows all. yeah the algorithm is very creepy and like even just um like oh hell the algorithm is that what we were going for (laughs) by the end of this no yeah that's where we want to get to okay i was going to ask if there was like was this all a prelude to like the actual topic or was this the thing for the night no this was the thing oh okay Homebrews are Caitlin shouting about what she thinks a spy on on her this week. (laughs) I just wasn't sure if we were just like going on a really long tangent which i was fine with either way i just didn't know (laughs) You're going to get ads that are now like, is Instagram listening to you? 
(laughs) (laughs) But I just like, I like saying this stuff because people will like DM me and talk about it. And I'll be like, yeah, fucking thank you. Someone else for experiencing this. Or bots. Maybe fucking bots. Maybe it's your algorithm talking to you and it's just making you think like, it's like, yeah, Caitlin, you're, you're right. It's keeping you happy. Everything's fine. Your algorithm's keeping you you happy. French class in college. How did you get through that? (laughs) (laughs) It could, it could fucking be, it could be bots. And I would be really, wouldn't that be a a good movie premise though, that we're training our own AI so that they can like upload us to a cloud or whatever. Oof. Yikes! It's probably like six episodes of Black Mirror. Yeah. I was gonna say yeah. That. yeah, we can make it a series. I'm good with that. <laughs> okay, um, everyone about... has to everyone has to go out to eat now, right? Uh, yeah, I was gonna say I was really hungry. Okay. Oh uh, yeah! I'm so excited. <laughs> <laughs> What's happening She's like, Wait, you are? We I don't get it. Ate. We're all going out to eat. So. <laughs> Even though we've talked about this in Signal multiple times, Mark still doesn't know what we're talking about. He's half asleep all the time. We are bringing in a new segment where we talk about our favorite thing, rich people. Oh. Uh, It's called On the Menu. Yeah, how do we want to introduce it? Hello, and thank you for dining with us this evening at Mange Le Riche. (laughs) Have you had the pleasure of dining with us previously? We have the finest dining establishment known the world over. That is also confined within the parameters of a hot clips parking lot. We serve <laughs> nothing but the rarest, most expensive meals. Meals so expensive they cannot be found anywhere else in the world. So exquisite that they come with a portfolio of professionally shot photographs for you to post to your various social media accounts and flex on less desirable people. This is on the menu. Yay! Wow. I'm so excited. Uh, as, as most listeners know... Um, and I feel like most listeners are in a, in agreement. Uh, we fucking hate rich people. I mean, they're just getting crazier by the day. Whether it's fucking reading our thoughts on Instagram. Who's that? Bloomberg <laughs> at home listening like, hey. <laughs> Who's sitting at home listening? Bloomberg. Mark Zuckerberg listening. Yeah, definitely. Bloomberg. Yeah. Like, oh, hey, it's not very nice of them to say that about me. Mark Zuckerberg definitely just sits in silence and like, like his wife puts him away to bed and he just sits in a chair. And he is the algorithm. That powers <laughs> down. Yeah. But yeah, what what do we do with the with rich people we eat them, right? So Oh yes. You want to know what's on the menu this evening? Yeah. Oh well, on the menu this evening, our chef has prepared the finest aged meat at over 90 years old. This is a delicacy few have encountered. Warren Buffett. (laughs) You think this meal would be served buffet style, but we've been assured that it's far too close to socialism to be allowed anywhere within a 25 mile radius of Mange Les Riches. (laughs) I thought Warren Buffett was a good guy for a while. Isn't that really sad? (laughs) He hasn't been, you know, hiding or smuggling people necessarily that we know of but yeah on the menu uh, let's see let me tell you a little bit about the preparation of this meal this meat was raised in omaha nebraska so you'll be sure to get that flyover state taste that you've been missing from your daily life um at just six years of age warren was well on his way to becoming a full flavored meal that he is today he purchased a six pack of coca-cola and started selling them individually for a meal apiece earning himself is that how he really got fucking started 
Yes, earning himself a five cent profit and a unique flavor profile. <laughs> <laughs> that nice Coke glaze. Mm. After this, is marinated in the savory juices of capitalism, not necessarily planning on attending college because by age 17 in 1947, he had already made $5,000 delivering newspapers, an amount of money that today equals $58,971.75. What? So at age 17. How many years did, it, did he take to do that? He was 17 years old, and he was delivering newspapers, and he had already made $5,000. How? In one year? Yeah, how, how did do you he do that? He up by his bootstraps, you asshole. <laughs> I just he found $5,000 in his boot? Yeah, what the fuck was he doing? That definitely sounds like a, like a mommy-daddy money supplement. Well, okay, we're going to get to it. But yeah, no, he... Um, he probably delivered newspapers like every day from when he was eight to when he was 17. And they probably paid him like five dollars. Good job. But that was worth like, you know, fucking two hundred dollars right. back in the day. Yeah. So, yeah, he literally at age 17 had already made roughly sixty thousand dollars delivering fucking newspapers. What? Pretty relatable. What? His congressman, <laughs> his congressman father urged him to attend Wharton Business School at the University of Pennsylvania. He left after two years, claiming that he knew more than the professors, and he would eventually uh, attend the University of Nebraska-Omaha and then Columbia University, where he would be grass-fed on the finest privilege money had to offer. He is known as one of the most successful investors of all time. And despite being 90 fucking years old, he is currently chairman and CEO of Berkshire Hathaway, a holding company for a multitude of businesses. Businesses like Geico, Fruit of the Loom, Dairy Queen, Duracell, Heinz, Hellsberg Diamonds, Pampered Motherfucking Chef, and many, many, many more. He is worth a criminal $97.3 billion. He has God. been put to perfection and served with a red wine and mushroom sauce. I hope you, you know enjoy. that he probably gets free ketchup. That was incredible. <laughs> He's worth that much money and he gets free ketchup, I bet. What is a, what's a holding <laughs> company? A holding company is a giant scam it, of, yeah. of <laughs> that is basically just like, well, I have a lot of money, so I'm going to pick up this company. I'm going to buy it, and I'm going to put yeah. it here in my holding company. I'm going to pick up oh. this company over here. I'm going to put it in my holding company. And then I'll make all like of the money off of all of these little companies. And then I'm going to dive into my money Scrooge McDuck style. <laughs> it's just another level of removing accountability. So like mm -hmm. anything that any yeah. of the companies under your holding company does, you can then avoid taxes, and you can avoid litigation for any kind of atrocities they commit. You know, the usual. It's all legal red tape. Yeah, so Pampered Chef and Geico and Fruit of the Loom are all owned by the same fucking guy. So even if you think you're supporting other things, you're you're probably just spending money directly to like four dudes. That that doesn't surprise me. Yeah. I, yeah, that seems to be how it always goes. Yeah, um, and I started with him because yeah, he hasn't that we know of like killed or raped or you know had anyone murdered or anything like that he's part of that whole bill and melinda gates bullshit where it's like we're so rich we're gonna give away a lot of money but it's like we're not actually giving away a lot of money i um, think that's why he th i thought he was a good guy like i know that there are no good billionaires but like um several years ago i would see 
article before I had like a deep hatred of billionaires, I guess I would see articles and all of the Warren Buffett articles would just be like, Warren Buffett said we should be nice to poor people like that style of article where it wasn't like, you know, he, he would say like one nice thing and it would be like, Oh, a rich guy said something nice. Like poor people sometimes deserve they don't right. smell. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. And so I guess that's why I thought like, Oh, maybe he's like not as huge of a piece of shit, but uh, yeah, I guess I mean, that's technically possible. he technically he isn't, but I mean like he doesn't necessarily seem like a terrible guy, but with a hundred billion dollars almost, who would know if you were a terrible guy? Yeah. Well, he also says some woke things from time to time. Like, I remember this was during mm -hmm. the Obama administration. He would say things like, um, there is a class war going on and we're winning, like meaning the rich people. And he would admit that like the whole yes. system was rigged to funnel money upwards and that rich people were in the class war and the middle class was diminishing if it ever existed to begin with. And so he says these you know, occasionally like leftish woke kind of things and he wins people over. But like, I mean, that should just radicalize you more than anything because you see this guy who's saying one thing and then doing another because he's obviously mm -hmm. profiting off of the system the way it is. He's obviously exploiting people. So mm -hmm. it's just, he's like another fucking Kamala before it was cool. Like, I don't know. Yeah. I don't know what you guys are talking about because when I hear Warren Buffett, I'm the, the guy just wants a cheeseburger in paradise, right? Shut the fuck yeah. up. He blew out a <laughs> football. I knew you were going to do that. Do what? Like he just That's a whole good avenue we can go down. We could just start mixing them up with Jimmy Buffett. That'd be great. <laughs> Jimmy Buffett lyrics made me cry one time. Yeah. You want to tell me? Oh, story? yeah. That's <laughs> Are you high? Yes, of course I'm high. Caitlin, oh this is Caitlin's God! Conspiracy Corner. God! What the fuck do you think? I didn't realize until I just looked at you. <laughs> okay, so one time I had a pair of flip-flops, and one of them just busted randomly, and I was like, oh, my flip-flops broke. That sucks. I got a great idea. I could do this hilarious joke right now. So I busted in our bedroom door. Caitlin turns around like, what? And I'm like, Caitlin, oh no. And she goes like, what? Oh my God. And I go, stepped on a pot pot and I blew up my flip flop. <laughs> and I held up this broken flip flop. And then Caitlin just looked at me blank face and then busted out crying and was like, I thought you were going to tell me like someone was dead. And I'm just standing there with a broken flip flop. <laughs> And I made the dumbest joke of all time. And Caitlin's bawling, and I'm like, "What? What, what did I do?" Scared the shit out of me. Like, <laughs> down the door and was like, "Caitlin, oh my god!" And I was like, "What?" Yeah, and he was like, "I stepped on a pop top, blew up my flip flop." <laughs> I did. I, I, it was like all the adrenaline just like rushed up in me and then drained from me. So I started crying. <laughs> I'm a cry baby and I can't help that. It's not my fault. I fucking hate Jimmy Buffett. <laughs> and I guess I hate Warren Buffett too. No, I, I knew I hated Warren Buffett. But yeah, I did used to see those articles where he was like, you know, rich, basically just being like, yeah, rich people suck, right? Yeah, yeah. <laughs> yeah. He's just thinking ahead for the guillotine. He wants to be I, last in line at least. Absolutely. fucking -lutely. I, I, yeah, like, uh, He's 90. If he can be last in line, he might make it. He's fine. He's going to make it. He's going to die. Yeah. 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 Like, I mean, just, uh, just imagine the audacity. Like, if I went online and said that white cis dudes living in the first world suck. Oh, wait. Shit. <laughs> <laughs> it's true. <laughs> Mark, who was it? 
Who was one time you told us about a person that said like the pitchforks are coming talking about. Yeah. Yeah. I can't remember his name, but that was another billionaire. Okay. I was going to say that it, Warren Buffett sounds like him where he's like, yeah, yeah. he knows that like something is going to happen. Although who is something going to happen? People seem pretty complacent with just like empty words, but no, the smart ones are building underground bunkers and not performatively yeah. trying to oh, go they, to space. Absolutely. They've all got underground bunkers. Man, I tried to get my parents to build a bunker. I think I've got my dad sold on it, but um like he's every had one the whole time he just doesn't trust you enough to let you know where it is yet. <laughs> Fucking probably. Every like carpenter that I know has like a gun bunker where they have like a secret concrete encased room that they built because they built their own house. Um I'm like selling out all of my carpenter friends, but uh, is it because they saw John Wick and they were like, "That's pretty cool." I think it's just I think it's like (laughs) practice of like the like the farm boys who build their own houses. Um, Yeah, it's uh, Reba McIntyre from Tremors. (laughs) Hell yeah! Why do you have those cannon pieces from my cannon? Can I tell you guys the one really good idea I've ever had in like the last 10 years? (laughs) Yeah. So, what's that? Titsmo? I'm just kidding. Better not be Titsmo. No, that's my idea. What's Titsmo? Fuck you, Zap. (laughs) (laughs) Move on. Is is the world's first? What do you say? The world's first fully automated automated tit jobber? Automated? Humanoid, robotic humanoid tit jobber. Hell yeah. It's a robot. <laughs> so how you've got a fleshlight, you've got a robot that'll give you a a, a TJ. A tit job. Yeah. There's a market for that. I'm yeah, totally. Is I know. That market is in that market. invention of silicone that this has been invented. <laughs> uh, I, love, I love the word tit jobber so much. <laughs> like they just... Uh, they actually backwards engineered silicone from the tit robber that they made. <laughs> yeah. The one that I made. We have a GoFundMe or Mark has a GoFundMe for the tit jobber. It's only got five dollars. I think Zach paid oh Colin. Colin paid five dollars. And I thought it would be funny to donate five dollars to your fake tit jobber. You know why he did that? Because he knew we'd get it back because he didn't have faith in you, Mark. That's no. why. I got charged for it. Yeah, no, he didn't get it back. That's five dollars of our money. (laughs) Did you get it, Mark? On a tit jobber. No, you didn't get it. No, I think it just appeared into the the GoFundMe. I have no idea. Yeah, it went went to Instagram. (laughs) 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 Well, so that that's actually similar to my idea. You know, having a GoFundMe. The one cool idea I had, um, because we actually this past uh, episode we recorded on my podcast, we we're talking about nfts there's non-fungible tokens where that guy sold the guy beeple sold a jpeg for 60 million dollars or whatever it was so we were trying to his first tweet for like 2.5 million as an nft wow is this cryptocurrency basically it's loosely based on that and so we were trying to just talk a little bit about the concept of it and i'm somewhat familiar with blockchain and cryptocurrencies and all that kind of thing um as much as i like mostly understand what it is and how it works and the easiest way i can explain it is that it's like a ledger that keeps track of transactions that is on everyone's computers who is running it so therefore you can't fake it like you can't say you can't like pay someone and then say you didn't 
you can't pay someone and then also pay someone else with the same money, like double spend. Um, so it's very accountable that way. You don't have to trust anything. So like Bitcoins don't actually exist um, because, again, it's all just electronic. But the record of transactions is there. And that's all that really counts when it comes to currencies. As long as you have a record of the transactions that everyone can rely on, then that can be a stable currency and even more stable than like the dollar that, you know, the government can fuck with at any point or that people can like launder and hide money. Um, so in that way, it's unique and it's innovative and it's a thing that is potentially revolutionary. And when it comes to the NFTs, the way that that the reason that that's interesting is because like uh, the example I used on our, our episode was I said, you know, I can't copyright my memes. Like if I make a meme, I can't copyright it because I'd have to go through the process of hiring a lawyer and fill out the forms and pay some money and register with this board or whatever. Um, but if I wanted to just assign a, like my password to it, like I can prove that I own a meme that I made with cryptography. Um, and that's why it's interesting because it makes it really accessible to everybody. Like I could easily copyright a meme just by putting in my password when I do it and now it encrypts it and no one can pretend that they owned that meme. And people are saying that this may be the solution to things like deep fakes, where you can deep fake a video of somebody saying something uh -huh. they didn't actually say or doing something mm -hmm. they didn't actually do. You could now cryptographically secure any video footage that you make to prove that it was you that made it and that's the original footage of that incident or whatever it is. So it's interesting in that way, but it makes me think of, um, why did I even get off on this tangent? What was the thing that I wanted you to have an idea. You had the best idea, a good idea. Yes. So the only good idea that I've had relating to this is what I was calling the uh, blockchain billionaire bunker bounty. And of course, <laughs> it's alliterative because it's catchy that way. But <laughs> the idea would be that you have like essentially a GoFundMe that's like the other thing that they do with um, blockchain stuff is they have smart contracts where it's like you eventually, essentially write a program that you know, it's like any other computer program where people input things into it and then it does things according to the, what you input into it. And so the idea would be that people donate to this blockchain billionaire bunker bounty and someone who knows the location of some billionaire's bunker inputs like the coordinates of it, maybe some photos to prove it. And then when somebody else verifies it, then that person gets paid out an amount that everyone decides is worth paying that person for that information. Because the whole thing about bunker bounty, like of billionaire bunkers, is that they're useless if everyone knows where to fucking find you. And that's, I think, the only solution to that is to actually expose where these people have these bunkers because it really doesn't help a whole lot if people know where to just go and get you out of the ground. <laughs> that's a fucking great idea. I really think people should get on it. I just don't know how to code. I, I mean, if I knew how to do it, I would do it. But That's really fucking good. I think that's actually how the restaurant stores their meat. <laughs> that makes me that makes me feel better like when i think about billionaires having bunkers it upsets me because i'm like they're gonna fucking get away they're gonna get away with it or like them going to space like i'm like they're gonna fucking get away with it that makes me like feel better like maybe they won't maybe somebody but will, yeah if you think of it this way though as soon as they have to go to space or to the bunker money doesn't mean anything anymore and their whole life, everything has been perfect for them. And now they have to survive in space. I don't think it's really been thought out. <laughs> yeah. Well, no, there was, there was that article a couple, like two, three years ago where this guy was giving like a conference and he was like a futurologist. I don't know what qualifications even go along with that, but he would go around giving these lectures about what future technology would look like. And he got hired to have this conference just for like four or five guys in a room for like an hour. And they were all billionaires. And the one thing they did, like, 
he was like telling them about future technologies. And they're like, no, let's get to the point. What are we going to do when this all, all collapses? Like, what are we going to do when shit hits the fan? Like, how are we going to pay our bodyguards if money doesn't mean anything anymore? How are we going to ensure the loyalty of these guys who protect us and like actually wield the guns that we are not experienced with, like to protect us from all the starving masses. And, you know, and that's really what's going to happen. It's going to be just trillionaires protected by bodyguards or probably most likely robot bodyguards from starving hordes of people. And I, I don't know. I feel like the, the robot dogs are scarier to me than any billionaire bunkers. Yeah. Any sort of like military technology really fucking scares me. Cause it does feel like, Oh, there's, there's nothing we can do. Like back in the day, at least we had like the power of people and like the power in numbers. And now it's just like, we don't even have that because we're fighting like a non human entity. So it's like, they don't care if all these things they create, die also there is there's a black mirror episode with those exact dogs yeah well that's why we have to get them and then reprogram reprogram them i am a trainer i don't know if that'll help oh yeah oh shit oh my god can you train robot dogs you gotta learn how to train robot stop (laughs) (laughs) you could retrain the 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 terminator dogs so that when you send them back in the sequel like you know, Arnold Schwarzenegger, Terminator dog gets to be the hero this time. So yes. people are excited about that. Yeah. <laughs> we watched Terminator the other night. <laughs> no, I'm putting all my faith into the kids with the spiky hair and the tiny glasses and the fingerless gloves that are going to be hacking into yeah. everything for us. <laughs> I fucking Another 90s trope. <laughs> yeah. I'm in. I love that 90s trope. I'm in. <laughs> you fly, the camera flies around through CGI wires. <laughs> numbers probably. pop up on the screen. It's probably Seth Green. I'm literally inside the computer. I've hacked in the mainframe. Yeah. <laughs> flying at you. I say that to Cullen every morning when he's working and he's like typing away. I'm like, oh, he's hacking in the mainframe, you guys. Type and that Cullen type doesn't enter. Laugh. I'm now in control of the weather. <laughs> um, okay, I feel like that's the end of our homebrew, right? <laughs> yeah. yeah.